Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-hosts, Vern Glenn, F.P. Santangelo Jr., and Russell Jackman. At each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. Uh, today's trivia theme is NFL 3000 Passing Club. Okay? Mm-hmm. Don't worry, you'll, you'll have heard of these quarterbacks, I promise you. Okay, uh, when we come back, we've got, it's amazing how we had a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, the Brett Favre scandal... Uh, the fan keeping pool hole 700 home runs so far. Uh, Pel- I was wanted to see what you guys thought about Pelicans giving uh, CJ McCollum, who I actually really like watching him. I think he's a great player. Uh, his extension. Uh, Iguodala, Iggy, back for his neck. Love that guy. Um, and then uh, Vern came, found this one about uh, number 25, Miami, uh, talking uh, uh, college ball, uh, uh, football. Uh, and uh, mid-Tennessee, uh, we'll talk about that situation. Um, holy smokes, Roger Federer, hey, you know, he raked in $1.1 billion during his career. And apparently he's only the fifth highest by an active athlete. Wait a minute, is that, is that, is that winnings and endorsements or no, just winnings? Just career, well, it's just wow. career earnings. So, wow. uh, you know, didn't realize there was that much money in tennis. Uh, mm-hmm. How many years has he been playing? A long time, <laughs> a long time. I mean, those on, on the men's side, those payouts are big. Yeah. I mean, the the, the women are, are lagging in the payouts, but yeah. but, the, but the men, they've been up there for a long time, which reminds me, well, I'll, I'll get into it okay. when you bring it up. Okay. Uh, and then uh, I thought this was kind of interesting, Aaron Judge, uh, decision on betting on himself by turning down a seven-year $214 million extension last year, and uh, it might just pay off for him. Can you imagine turning down seven years, $214 million? I mean, my big question is, A, do you want to stay with that team? Or B, I mean, how much more do you think you can make, right? And, and potentially the same. the value of like- but, well, hold, hold on, hold on, guys. We got to cut to our first break. We'll be right back. Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe. 
where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all of South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeshoreLodge.com. Attention business coaches or those looking to be a business coach. Imagine finding your annual $12,000 to $50,000 coaching fees before you started coaching your new clients. Darren Stenfold is a marketing strategist and has a proprietary process where he can find any small business owner $100,000 in 45 minutes without spending a dollar on marketing or advertising. If you're looking for a proven system to follow for your coaching, access to proprietary profit acceleration software, DFI group coaching, coaching software, and high-end step-by-step training, this is for you. Accepted, hard-working candidates can expect to earn over $200,000 in their first 12 months if successful. Go to www.impelcoach.com to learn more. The coaching industry is a $100 billion industry, offering high net profits, massive opportunity for growth, and the freedom to work the hours you want from where you want. Go to www.impelcoach.com today. That's impelcoach.com. Experience the best of California at the AAA Four Diamond Portola Hotel and Spa. Voted among the top 10 hotels in Northern California by the readers of Condé Nast Traveler, Portola Hotel is the premier destination for family travel, leading the way as the Central Coast's first LEED certified hotel. Portola reflects unparalleled modern coastal luxury in downtown Monterey. The serene environment is the perfect coastal-inspired escape. Featuring 379 newly renovated guest rooms and 60,000 square feet of meeting space with the adjacent Monterey Conference Center. The pet-friendly Portola Hotel offers several on-site award-winning amenities, including spa on the plaza, an outdoor pool, exceptional dining, a craft brewery, and more. Located steps away from Fisherman's Wharf and Cannery Row, it's all right there at the Portola Hotel and Spa. For more information, visit PortolaHotel.com. That's PortolaHotel.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown, F.P. Santangelo Jr., Brent Glenn, and Russell Jackman, all here. Uh, all right, uh, F.P., start us off with uh, the Brett Favre scandal. Yeah, guys, so if you don't know, uh, it came out that Brett Favre was in bed with some politicians in, I, I think it was Missouri, correct? <laughs> No, Miss, Miss, Mississippi. Mississippi. Mississippi, excuse me. It was in Mississippi. Uh, There's more than $77 million that was going to questionable places. I think it was just completely missing. And it was going, it should have been going to very poor counties in Mississippi that really, really need the infrastructure, really need uh, to help people out with welfare and all these different things. So Brett Favre got involved because he wanted a volleyball facility for his daughter. So he was requesting more than $1.5 million illegally from the state. This is taxpayer money to build a volleyball court. And then now it's starting to come out that he wanted more money. $8 million. What was that? 
eight million. Eight million. Eight million. Yeah, to help build a, a football facility for his alma mater, uh, Southern Mississippi. So all this really, really gross stuff is happening, and I, I don't believe he's going to be charged yet. But it's just, it's a disgusting stamp on Brett Favre's legacy. And it's a real big bummer because he was a really good quarterback. I love his personality, but now it's coming out that he just, he was in bed with these really, really bad people that are stealing money from Americans. And I just wonder, I mean, that's Brett Favre. I just wonder how many other people out there, when they found out about it, they're like, man, they didn't come after me. I mean, how much (laughs) misappropriation is going on out there? There's got to be a lot more than that. Yeah. And the thing is, I mean, it's not like he was like an, you know, a, a good player who got paid fairly well. He was a great player who got paid really well. And plus, uh, if I remember correctly, hearing that he got paid, you know, a million dollars to do a speech and he just never showed up. Yep. You know, and so the thing is, um, he's been gone a long time, long enough now where he's already in the Hall of Fame, right? Um, I believe so. Yeah, I believe okay. he is in the Hall of Fame. So what do they do? What, I mean, do they like undo it i mean didn't they do it with uh, oj simpson where they they uh no he's in the hall of no okay no. no i think it was usc they did something didn't they do they did something with usc with the heisman or no they did that, was that reggie bush no reggie bush. Yeah, is still yeah, there. that's right yeah yeah so you know do you do you un uh unseat no. somebody in the hall of fame no you just kind of no, because you, 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 you have i mean there's the, the hall of fame i don't care pick the sport it's it, it's not for a bunch of boy scouts so then why, in that case, then why don't you just let Barry Bonds in and then just kind of say, oh, but he was a guy who, you know, we, we were pretty sure he did these steroids, right? Because I mean, the writers the vote. Because the, because the writers right. vote, Edward. Yeah. yeah and well, Barry listen, Bonds there, there, I remember hearing there was times when uh, there was a, a, at least a couple of writers uh, who didn't want to let Ted Williams in the Hall of Fame just because, you know, they didn't like him. He wasn't a very good interview. Uh, for, you know, he didn't like them. They didn't like him. So, okay, you're out. Yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate the way that you got to look at the Hall of Fame and a writer told me this, it's got to tell the story of that sport. Okay, you can't tell NFL football without the story of Brett Favre. You can't tell the story of baseball without Barry Bonds. It's simple as that. So that's why it's ridiculous. There's white beaters. Look at that. There's people that have stolen money. There's people that, you know, have cheated on their spouse. There's horrible people in the Hall of Fame historically, like racist, all these things. Uh, but they're still in the Hall of Fame at every level. It's Remember, crazy. there was a time when Willie Mays had had issues because he was uh, with. There was a casino that that was hiring him back in the mid seventies or something, and then there was you know all this organized crime issue. Uh, Len Dawson, was, there was a time just before the Super Bowl where there were some charges that were potentially going to go against him, uh, and then I think Otto Graham, if I'm not mistaken, there was some issue with some some death. Uh, uh, you know, some murder that happened. And that, you know, and Otto Graham was kind of like the, you know, the Boy Scout uh, or appeared to be, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, we're going way back in time to the 50s, but. It's yeah. so contradictory. It's ridiculous. It really is. It's it's almost maddening. So that's why I really don't, re- like, I, I'm probably kind of forthcoming in the, this generation of thinking, yeah. but I don't care who's in the Hall of Fame. I really don't. It's just a bunch yeah. of writers. It just matters when I go on YouTube and I see their highlights, I could search their highlights and be like, man, remember that guy? That was really cool. That's all my generation. Yeah, because there are, and you know, there are a couple of um, a couple of people, like I think it was a Tim Raines who got in finally. And yeah, I mean, he was, Tim Raines, he was a, he seemed like a great guy and he was a very good ball player. 
I'm not Hall of Fame, though. I mean, in my again, this is my personal opinion. And then you get a guy like Cap Anson. You know, now you're talking about the 1800s, right? Yeah. And there's a guy who, yeah, his numbers showed that back then, yeah, he was a Hall of Famer. Um, but a lot of people don't know this. Like, there was a guy named Fleetwood Walker. Um, so, you know, people talk about Jackie Robinson being the first Black person to, to be in, in uh, you know, Major League Baseball. But there actually were in the 1800s. There's pictures of them in the Hall of Fame, right? Fleetwood Walker yeah. and some other people, right? It was what happened was Cap Anson basically because he was prejudiced and he had such an influence over Major League Baseball. He basically was the one who stopped that for the next almost probably what 50 years. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. now that to me, I mean that, that's just that's just plain evil. I'm telling you, you go look and what will stand the test of time is the next generation learning about the mythos and just. The, the greatness of the player right yeah because of video technology now go look at how many millions of views barry bonds highlight has and how many kids love barry bonds that didn't even grow up watching him They're like oh my right. goodness this guy is a legend wow so, I, 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 I don't I, really I, care about the whole willie mays has that too doesn't he uh yeah willie mays has some videos it's really yeah cool. i mean yeah. You, i mean you know. youtube's awesome i mean just just yeah. the internet's awesome you could go look up any old players that were on tape so unfortunately, the ones that weren't on tape all the time, it's really hard to find. You know, I think the thing that's, that's just, cool. kind of kind of a, kind of a, a cute little thing was you know, when Bobby Thompson hit the shot around the world back yeah. in 1951, uh, Willie Mays was, was the guy on deck. And he even wow. said, he goes, he, he, he recalls saying, I, I didn't even know what was going on. Speaking of shot heard around the world, Albert Pujols hits his 700th home run at Dodger Stadium. A yeah. fan gets it. Okay, paid thirty dollars to get that ticket in left field, apparently, and now uh, he won the lottery because it's going to go upwards of one million dollars. He decided to keep it. Albert Pujols said, "Hey, man, that's your baseball. You're entitled to that. You're a fan. That's what's so great about the game. I have the memory. I have the video. I have the bat. All that stuff. So that's fine. Yep. You take the baseball. And now he's probably going to get more than a million, probably two million for that seven hundred baseball. Only four players ever have yeah. hit seven hundred home runs. So that fan has one of four. You know, that's a very valuable ball. Cool holes. Uh, that's a very class act uh, to, to say what he did. Yeah. Yeah. And, and even very, if he decides if he wanted to pay X dollars for it, fine. But the way he said, hey, that's what the fans are, you know, I, I, I really I actually thought that was very classy. Um, and, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, the, let's say the first get well, of course, you know, Babe Ruth hit the, the first 700th home run. Um, but something some big milestone like that, when it's the first to hit that kind of milestone, is big but you know now that he's the what, fourth player now uh, fourth yeah, player yeah, fourth player yeah because you have bonds aaron babe ruth, babe ruth. Him now. <clears throat> um you know yeah it's 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 cool but i don't know again i maybe, maybe my value system is just a little different you know to say the first let's say the first guy who hit the seven you know if he would have hit like the sadahara oh hit over 800 home runs in the japanese league okay so the guy who hits the eight the get catches the 800th home run that's pretty cool so let's get there yeah, think, of the, think of the things back in the 30s it was oh 714 that'll never, never be broken. yeah yeah ever again we're, yeah. we're gonna cut to our first commercial break again the one the one thing that the the one uh uh, record, I think it would be very, very difficult to break would be the Cy Young 511 uh, wins. Yeah. Like, can you imagine you'd have to pitch for, you'd have to, yeah. to win 25 games is, I mean, that just doesn't happen anymore, basically, right? And you'd have to do it for over 20 years straight. I mean, I, I just can't imagine that one. Okay. So here's our first commercial break. We're talking about the 3,000 uh, 3, yard club, 3,000 
uh, passing club. All right. Who was the first NFL quarterback to throw 3,000 pass completions? Okay. 3,000 completions. Three, yeah. Who was the first NFL quarterback to throw 3,000 pass completions? Okay. And uh, I'll give you a little hint. Um, you, would, you would think of him more in the 1960s and 70s. So you don't have to go back to Otto Graham or one of those guys. All right. Actually, he played in up 3,000 pass complete. Uh, 3,000 pass completions. Why do you have to use, why do you have to put the word pass in there? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> good, good point. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, a, yeah, 3,000 completions is fine. It's not a true First quarterback with 3,000. All right. Stay with us, Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo, I bet that would scare the heck out of you. <laughs> but seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa, that's ridiculous. Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra $600, you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800 811 7913. 800 811 7913. 800 811 7913. That's 800 811 7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim 
your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. One more time, Edward Brown, F.P. Santangelo Jr., Vernon Glenn, and Russell Jackman. All right, who was the first NFL quarterback to throw 3,000 completions? <laughs> My guess is Joe Namath. I'm going to say Roger Staubach. No? I don't know. No, okay. 60s and 70s. Okay, uh, I would say the hint would be he was known for his scrambling. Joe Montana. Tar- Fran-, Fran Tarkington? Fran Tarkington. Brand targeting wow. yeah. If you ever, if you want to go back to YouTube and watch some fun videos, you know, Fran, I think he was what, maybe six feet tall. And it was, he was like Barry Sanders as a quarterback, the way he can elude people. It was really kind of funny because he, he's, he's running for his life. You know, he's not a huge guy. Little um, known fact, not that anybody really cares. Fran Tarkington's younger brother, Chip Tarkington replaced me when I left Richmond, Virginia for, Baltimore. Really? Yeah, yep. That is a little known. WXEX TV. Yep. Wow. Yeah. And Fran's apparently a very uh, astute businessman. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Big time in the Atlanta area. Yeah. He, 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 didn't, uh, he, didn't get, he didn't get tackled too much landing on his head. So that's good. All right. Uh, you wanted to bring up, uh, FP, you wanted to bring up uh, Aaron Judge. Yeah, guys. So uh, Aaron Judge is currently 60, sitting at 60 home runs right now this season. As we record this show, yes. As we record this show, uh, he's looking to hit home run number 62 to beat Roger Maris's record and the AL, the American League record. Yeah. And a company called Memory Lane Inc., it's a memorabilia company, is offering $2 million to whoever gets that ball. For that ball, so that way, it, obviously, it's going to generate a lot of marketing for them. Uh, it's a brilliant move to offer that much money, I think. But so think about you go to Yankee Stadium. Okay, you get a ticket. You pay, <laughs> I don't know, a couple hundred dollars. That's like a lottery ticket. And your chances are way better than a lottery because it's like one yeah. in 50,000, which is way better than well, what. Be, no, it would be less than that because he's not going to, you know, you don't have to worry about the people behind home plate. Right? You're talking about only the stands. So right. if you're really smart, what you do is you buy all the seats. <laughs> true. Game. And where does he like to put them? Uh, I can't, hey, Vern, you're, I can't, we can't hear you. Go ahead. See, see if you speak louder. Can you hear me now? Barely. No, it sounds like your mic kind of went out a little bit. But yeah. Okay, well, so I just want to ask you guys, how much would you want to pay for that, starting with Russ? Like, how much would you want to pay for that baseball? Um... I got like uh, 75 bucks. <laughs> now, we're not talking about how much is in your bank account, but if like, you had the money. <laughs> if money wasn't an issue, how much would you pay for that baseball? You know, for me, I it, it, the, the value isn't as high because I'm not a huge fan of Judge unless he came to the Giants. And <laughs> I, I would rather have it to sell it 
to somebody else, then keep it. So I wouldn't personally buy it. You know, if I got it, I would sell it to the highest bidder right away. I, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, yeah you'd be strictly, would... strictly looking at the uh, financial end of it uh, from what you could make on it. I get it. Yeah. I have a question, if you can hear me. Barely. 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 You have a question. I wonder why you're not if you're not into the Yankees. If you're not into the Yankees. Yeah, if you're not into the Yankees, do you care? And that's a great question. That's Bert. me. That's me right here. Yeah, it's historical. I mean, again, you know, the AL, that's kind of important. Uh, but, you know, the thing is, you've had a bunch of times when uh, over 61 home runs has been hit now. Uh, not a bunch, you know, a, a few, let's say. Not in the American League, though. And no, but I, on the American League. I think yeah. that the element to it is it's the Yankees, right? That, that's the whole thing. Because that's the whole thing. Because it's, it's just beating Roger Maris's record. And, and it's funny because I don't think anybody is um, – uh, trying to uh, uh, threaten Judge for uh, breaking his record, whereas poor Roger Maris, he was losing his hair because people were threatening to to kill him if he beat Babe Ruth's record. Yeah, it's it's a horrible story. That, that's a great point that you make there. Yeah, but I'm sure the weight of the world is on Aaron Judge. I think there's about less than 10 games left. He's got to hit two more home runs. That's really hard to do, by the way. That's not like the easiest thing. The good news is he can do that in one game if he needed to because he's that strong and that powerful and that good. But, but there's goodness. also the, all, there, there's also the opposing pitcher who kind of you know I don't want I don't want me to be the record books for that. Yeah, you, know? you don't want to be the. You know what I do? I just say screw it. I go, I just throw, throw him a couple of easy ones. Just just get it over with, you know. <laughs> yeah, give him a fastball. I've always thought like maybe way back from the day when Babe Ruth was playing, you know, there's maybe some shady stuff where somebody in a suit from Major League Baseball goes, hey we'll see you that you're taken care of and maybe an extra bonus comes your way. If you just groove Babe Ruth a fastball here. So that way he hits number seven. That's a really good. You know what? I would not be surprised at all. There's a lot of talk about that amongst players, whether that happens or not, by the way. Yeah. Really. You know, for some reason that, that brings me back. There was a movie about uh, the uh, team from Mexico in uh, little league. It was 1957 or something. And uh, about it was basically the first perfect game, uh, the only perfect game in Little League baseball history. Um, you know, when you got to that level to the championships, um, and it, they they show in the movie that uh, the the game just before the championship one, basically the Mexican mafia was saying, you know, you're going to put this pitcher in and he's going to do such a, I mean, they're betting on Little League Baseball. You know? Oh yeah, you can still bet on Little League Baseball. I, I had a huge, when I was a producer over at KMBR, the local sports radio station in San Francisco, we had a four hour show about, is it morally ethic to bet on Little League Baseball, which you can, by the way, you can. On, on overs, unders, who hits a home run, it's disgusting, I think. Cause they're just kids. You shouldn't be able to bet on kids. It's ridiculous, but yeah, it's pretty insane. But Russ, I want to ask you a question from a legal standpoint. If somebody tells you to groove a, groove a baseball for major league baseball and throw a fastball right down the middle, right? Maybe you take some off of it. Does that, is there any legal precedent to that for like throwing a game? I, I, well, I, I don't understand. You say, manager can tell that a, a manager can say that all the, probably does say that all the time to pitchers well no i'm saying like it like uh say aaron judge is sitting on number 61 right and 62 is to break the record and major league baseball approaches the pitcher that day says if you groove a fastball and you just throw it right down the middle so you can hit a home run and it's good for our sport 
we'll pay you extra money under the table. Is that illegal in any way? Or you'll get it a bonus? Um, I don't think it's illegal against the U.S. laws. Um, uh, I, I do think it probably violates a baseball code or tenet, although I don't know exactly which one it does. I mean, you know, it's... it's uh, uh, get Kennesaw Mountain Landis back. He'll tell you. Uh, is it unethical, maybe? Yeah, it's got to yeah, be unethical. Yeah. You're supposed to try to win, right? I think, if, like, honestly, though, you're making so many people happy by the record breaking, and it generates a lot of love for baseball. I, I honestly, I don't see anything wrong with it, but I was wondering if there's a legal precedent. Maybe that's never been brought, but. No, I don't think it has, because, I mean, especially with a guy like Judge, you know he's going to hit it, you know, during, it's it's not like, like, you know, he had, like, what, 40 games to or 30 games to to get the record now he has like you know another like eight or nine games that he has that he could you know build on top of it so i don't think baseball was worried given his frequency of hitting home runs and how much he's been in charge of these things that that that, uh, that they would have to you know stilt it one way or the other or you know try to well, you, can you imagine back in the 70s, uh, or maybe it was the early 80s, they, they could have done that to George Bratt to say, hey, listen, uh, we want you to be the first 400 hitters since Ted Williams, I guess. Um, yeah. You know, that reminds me of a story. When I was at Cron, uh, I mean, this would never happen today. When I was at Cron, we did a bit at the Oakland A's where uh, I was on the mound in full uniform and I was entrusted with pitching Mark McGuire. This is when he was going for 70. And uh, Giambi was in on it, and Art Howe was in on it. And uh, and we, we we used Joe Buck's call and all the, all, all the whole buildup. And then uh, there was like a meeting at the mound, and, 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 it's, and it's Art and it's Jeremy Jerry, and, and Art's kind of telling me, all right, kid, you know, go, you know, go get him. And then, and then Art leaves, and then Giambi says, hey, man, serve him up. Yeah, you can get in the record books. Just serve them up. Yeah. <laughs> so you I know, threw it, it be, and then and then be, we then we matched it with, 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 with the miracle of editing with McGuire swinging and going deep. It was yeah. great. <laughs> it, it could be argued that but the baseball makes more money by the chase than it does with the record. You know, I mean, that's the other thing is that oh. if you you, you keep you getting get people to come to the park, yeah. if they know that, you know, there's a chance they could see the record breaking a home run. So it's almost better for baseball if people if he stays on top of chasing. You know what? It. That's a good point. In 1998, when Sosa and McGuire were chasing it, I mean, everybody was tuned in to every yeah. game. Once they mm-hmm. passed it, it was kind of like, OK, well, oh, oh, did he hit another one and break it even more? That's a, that's actually a very very good good point. And for us in, in in our business, that was a time before cable really exploded. Yeah. So yeah. you had to watch. You yeah. were captivated. You had to get in front of a TV set. Oh hey, I was I was in uh, Las Vegas uh, with a, uh, with the boys, uh, and we literally stopped gambling and stood do all things to see what was going on. Okay, yeah. we're going to our next. And and by the way, can we YouTube find that uh, clip on YouTube? With you and our, I, I, I have to look. It, it may be out there. I'd, 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 have, to, I'd have to search around. That'd be pretty funny. It. All right. Trivia question number two. We're talking about the 3,000 uh, uh, club here. The, okay. The 3,000 completion club apparently wasn't good enough for this quarterback who was the first ever to throw 6,000 career completions. 
who was this quarterback? So who was the first quarterback to throw 6,000 career completions? All right, stay with us, Sports Econ 101. We're going to be right back. Don't touch that dial. Live life at the Mount View Hotel and Spa in Calistoga. Every afternoon, we have vino and vinyl wine tasting. And on Friday, Saturday, and Sundays, once the weather gets a little better, join us for dinner and a movie on site as we've remodeled our location to accommodate our outdoor movie theater. When you're ready for a change of scenery, make yourself at home at the Mount View Hotel and Spa in Calistoga. As a small boutique hotel, there are never large crowds, and we offer beautiful indoor and outdoor socially distanced space so you can relax and continue to live life. Making memories for 100 years. MountViewHotel.com Experience the best of California at the AAA Four Diamond Portola Hotel and Spa. Voted among the top 10 hotels in Northern California by the readers of Condé Nast Traveler, Portola Hotel is the premier destination for family travel. Leading the way is the Central Coast's first LEED certified hotel. Portola reflects unparalleled modern coastal luxury in downtown Monterey. The serene environment is the perfect coastal-inspired escape. Featuring 379 newly renovated guest rooms and 60,000 square feet of meeting space with the adjacent Monterey Conference Center. The pet-friendly Portola Hotel offers several on-site award-winning amenities including spa on the plaza, an outdoor pool, exceptional dining, a craft brewery, and more. Located steps away from Fisherman's Wharf and Cannery Row, it's all right there at the Portola Hotel and Spa. For more information, visit PortolaHotel.com. That's PortolaHotel.com. Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe, where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all of South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeShoreLodge.com. Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael is open for both takeout and delivery. So if you want pizza the way it ought to be, call us at 415-454-4300 or go to MountainMikeSanRafael.com and order online. You can either pick up your fabulous pizza or we can deliver it to you. Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. Mountain Mike's is the official pizza of the San Francisco 49ers. So call 415-454-4300 or go to MountainMikeSanRafael.com and order your pizza. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown, F.P. Santangelo Jr., Vern Glenn, and Russell Jackson here. Uh, the 3,000 completion club apparently was not good enough for this quarterback who was the first ever to throw 6,000 career completions. Who is this quarterback? I'm going to say Drew Brees. I'm going to go... No? Dan Fouts? No? I'm going to go 
Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Yes. All right. Back in the news on Sports Ecom 101. <laughs> this time for something good. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, before man. we get in, before we get into the Miami um, uh, story, I want to just finish up on the Aaron Judge. So he apparently last year had bet uh, bet on himself by turning down a seven-year, two hundred and fourteen million dollar extension, which is what thirty million dollar, roughly thirty million, a little lower. Uh, and apparently they say it may have paid off because obviously what's going on now that he could command 300 million. Um, my question on that is, I mean, if I was Aaron judge, you know, and, and of course he doesn't know what is it going to be 214, right? It's going to be 300 million, 800 million, 50 billion, who knows. Right. But I'm thinking, you know, cause you know, I can get hurt and it's not like I'm, I'm, I'm setting myself up at, you know, making a hundred thousand dollars a year for the next 20 years and being locked into that. I mean, 214 million for seven years. And how old is he? He's what? Late he's 30. 20? He's 30 now? Okay. I mean, seven years is like, yeah, I mean, that's kind of yeah, right. Yeah, but if, if, you're, if, you're, if you're a ball club, do you want to pay a guy when he's 37 all that yeah. money? Brings up an interesting question. I mean, yeah, I, don't, you know, I, don't, I don't know who's who's going to give him seven years and, and yeah, unless, unless he million. for some reason like says, yeah, maybe I don't want to be with the Yankees anymore. What was Juan yeah. Soto's? Wasn't it 14 years, 440 million? Yeah. He yeah, was offered like, by the Nats. And by the way, that was a horrible deal. If you looked at the year by year payment, it was, it was kind of a slap in the face for what he's actually worth. But yeah, it's an interesting question. A lot of people don't remember this one because he's not a huge player. You got to really be a baseball head to know this, a seam head. Uh, Ian Desmond, the old shortstop for the Washington Nationals, got offered $180 million, and he said no, and he bet on himself. He got hurt. Then he, two years later, he got a contract for, I think it was uh, like eight years, $60 million. So he lost wow. almost $110 million for betting on himself. He got hurt. And that happens. It really does. So yeah. it is like, do you want to take the money? Should you take the money? The team's kind of taking advantage of you if you do, though. So it's it's a hard, hard dilemma. And these guys lose sleep over it. Imagine if you had to make that decision, right? I, oh, I, I can earn $400 million, but I can earn $200 million now. And I don't even have, like, that much in my bank right now. I probably have, like, a million, two million. Well, let's play general manager. We can just kind of go around. Yeah. You're uh, Let's say you're general manager, ownership. Let's say you're, you're, you're the Giants because he always talks about he grew up a Giants fan or whatever. I mean, what what – what kind of a deal do you offer him on the table? Oh, you give him like, I think you give him like six, seven years, but you give him the max AAV, like the all-time record. So that way he can tell everybody forever. And this is an athlete thing. It's a competition thing that I earned the most ever for a major league baseball player at the time. Like he's going to, he's going to, you can always tell people that. And it's like a competition thing, even in the clubhouse, like guys will go, I earn more than you and sit down. They do that all the time. <laughs> It's oh, come on, the guys don't have what's, what's, what, what's, what's the signing bonus? Oh, everything's guaranteed. So the it's got to, the signing bonus has probably got to be like uh, a year's worth already. So it's probably oh, even if a guy gets hurt, he still gets paid. Yeah, in major league oh, yeah. baseball, it's the strongest players union. So he, he can yeah. get in a heaven forbid, a player can get in a horrible car accident. Yeah. Uh, never able to walk again, and they get that four hundred million dollar contract. Money. Well, they, the uh, club may buy insurance. You know, they'll just oh sure, oh yeah, yeah you gotta protect yourself. The player yeah. and the gets paid. So. But but what I don't understand is, FP, you said these guys have egos. Yeah, I mean everything's a competition. When your when your life is a competition, every it leaks into other things. Who's got the nicest car? Who's got the best watch? 
who's got the nicest clothes, who's got the biggest house. Who's got well, okay, but wait, hold on. When you get stuff like nicest clothes and nicest watch, all of these, even, even the rookies can afford that. It's just not where you want to spend it. Not every, not, not every rookie. No. because oh, Well, okay. I, I, okay. Maybe I'm being a little bit too basic. The rookies make $750,000 in baseball, which is awesome, right? That's, that's like they fought hard for that. So that's the minimum pay now in Major League Baseball. That's yeah. pretty incredible if you think that's about good. it. But compared to somebody that makes 15 or 30 or 35 million a year, yeah. they can spend 750000 on a watch. So it doesn't really matter to them. It's I wonder what the percentage of, of, of ball players that are, that are at the top top. The guys making that kind of money. So one percent. It's really funny because it kind of reflects uh, how economics works in the United States. One percent of Major League Baseball players earn ninety nine percent of the money in the game. Wow! Wow! Yeah! Wow! So we but that is 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 that the the the, the top like the billionaires I, I don't know i can't remember exactly what the number is but like the the top uh you know one tenth of one percent uh of, of of the united states pay 40 percent of all the taxes so yes. when people say you don't pay your fair share it's like really <laughs> <laughs> well they could probably pay a little bit more here and there but that's not the point it's like uh, i think it's one percent of the world's wealth owns 99 percent of the wealth everywhere in the world Right. And that, this that, make, that actually, make, yeah, that makes that, that actually does make sense. Yeah. Where it's really unfair and really unbalanced. Like we're talking about countries like Venezuela, if you yeah. really get into the nitty gritty of it. So it's That's a true. They all want to be shortstops. You know, they, they, they do very well when they're shortstops. Yeah. But hey, it, it's good because there's so much money in baseball that the pay has always been going up no matter who you are. So that's the point. Should hey, be before, adjusting to inflation. So, so hey, like, let's move on to the uh, Miami um, story, Vern. Okay, University of Miami with the Hurricanes. Okay, now these now now a lot of these name programs will schedule cupcake teams, whether it's homecoming or their home opener or whatever. You know, they'll 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 they'll, they'll schedule a team that they they know they can pound to entertain the fan base, the the the, the fat cats who really kind of you know fun the program. So, talking college Miami. Sports. They scheduled Middle Tennessee State at Miami to to and and they were a heavy, heavy favorite. And 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 as an incentive to to bring Middle Tennessee State to to be a sacrificial lamb, they paid them one point five million dollars just to play them, plus forty thousand dollars in travel expenses. Airfare, hotel, the buses, all that kind of, all that, stuff, all that stuff adds food. All that stuff adds up. So, Middle Tennessee takes it. They show up. They play Miami, and they win the game. <laughs> it's crazy. Great. Hey, if I was Middle Tennessee, I, you know, I'm guessing that being a small, uh, small, a much smaller college, you know, they could use the money. I'd say, yeah. I mean, even if they knew they're going to get pounded, it's like, well, hey, sure. I, I'd be like, you know, if I got to play basketball against uh, Steph Curry, I'd love to do that. I'd get, I get creamed, but I'd love to do it. Assuming I'm going to get creamed. Right. But every once in a while, something like that happens, yeah. whether you're, you know, San Jose state playing Georgia or whatever. I mean, they'll, yeah. yeah, they'll, they'll pick up that appearance money and, uh, and lo and behold, well, you play them tough. You, know, yeah. you, you, you catch a top team on their worst day. Yeah, it can happen. 
So I hate to be the fun police guys, but I have to say this. Do you know how much tuition is at the University of Miami? No. $56,000. It's the highest in the United States for a private wow. state or in state. Uh, that's just, it's private. So that's okay. it. Wait a minute. I paid, you know, it's funny. My daughter wanted to go to Tulane. I thought, yeah. where's Tulane? And she says, oh, that's Louisiana. high. Too. And I'm thinking, oh, Louisiana, that's a cheap state. Nope. 70,000 a year. And that was five years ago. Wow. Back yeah. then. Was that tuition or was that the cost of everything? I think it's the cost of everything because if you if you do the cost of everything at the University of Miami, it ends up being eighty thousand. If you do housing, wow. food, everything, but just tuition itself, just to go to class, you got to yeah. figure everything else out. Gotcha, six thousand. College and rent sounds really good now for my. Yeah. <laughs> well, what does college well, rent? My, my kid yeah. goes to USC, yeah. and uh, and oh, yeah. for, for the for, for the for the top top rich people that send their kids there. Yeah. We're talking about seventy-two thousand dollars. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's the highest in the country is USC. Yeah. And it's it goes Tulane and then it goes uh, Miami. So they're like the top three. But guys, I'm just saying that 1.5 million dollars. What if it went to scholarships? Like, the, think about how many students you can be paying for their scholarship. And and the, the people at the University of Miami, those are some bright individuals. They have a huge medical program there that could save lives. What yeah. if you're paying for their school? And that's where this whole I'm paying a school to come in and beat their butt for one given day really rubs me the wrong way. I, I guess it, the, the financial issue then is the reason we're doing this is because we're going to get our alumni to pony up a lot more money, you know, as, as Vern says, for, you know, the, the sacrificial lamb, such and such. Yeah. Well, yeah. not after that game. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's called. Hey, question for you. Can Miami ask for a refund because they lost? <laughs> you guys didn't take a dive. We're taking our money back. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, we paid you guys to lose. Remember? <laughs> Yeah, but that whole thing where you're paying a call, it really rubs me the wrong way. But when you talk yeah. about maybe an investment, I don't know. Uh, that's a lot of money that could go towards making a lot more doctors at the University of Miami. Which actually kind of brings me a little something that's not necessarily sports related, but, you know, with the idea of loan forgiveness, right, that, that the president's been talking about, rather than put it on the backs of the taxpayers, why don't they go after the schools like these huge endowments, right? And just say, hey, listen, exactly. Harvard, you know, you should, you had so many people take out student loans, get it out of their endowment. Well, no, Harvard's actually a great example. They do it the right way. So I, I once upon a time, I looked into going to Princeton and Ivy League school. And what they do is they calculate what your parents make and you only have to pay a small percentage of what your parents make or what they can offer. So it's very affordable to go to these Ivy League schools because the schools pay for your tuition. It's a weird thing because they know they have so much money. They have so many donors. They have they care about academics that much. It's not, it's not a scheme to make money where these for-profit institutions are really showing their colors now, right? Yeah. They, want to, they want the American people to bail people out. No, they, they have more money than God. They could do it if they wanted to. And, and as Russ said, the same like, thing. we have a local uh, community college here, which is actually very good. It, you know, it ranks very, very well. I mean, I, I went to college in Marin back in 1978 you know, and 79. And for what I studied, it was, I'd put it up against any school in the country. I mean, really, it was that yeah, good. I, I went to junior college and I learned more in junior college paying, I think it was like $150 in state a yeah. semester. Than I did when I went to University of Santa Barbara, which is a top seven public school, school in the country. Yeah. You just went there for the babes and the beach. 
<laughs> I went there to study extracurricular activities. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. Okay. Are you guys ready for our next trivia question? Go. All right. So we're still, we're talking about the 3000 club uh, for football. Which quarterback was the youngest when he reached 3000 completions? Which quarterback was the youngest when he reached 3000 completions? All right. That's our trivia question. When we come back, um, you know what? We didn't even get a chance to talk about uh, Iguodala. He's going to be back for his 19th season. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, he's a whole years young. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you guys consider him a Hall of Famer? Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I don't I, care I, about the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I mean, as, I as we record <laughs> this show, the team is on its way to Japan. That's right. For exhibition games. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very cool. Very really cool. By the NBA. All right. Okay. That's our trivia question. Again, I'll, I'll read it one more time. Uh, which quarterback was the youngest when he reached 3,000 completions? All right. Stay with us. Sports Econ 101. I'll be back with some closing comments. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the 
best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the Window Replacement Hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the Window Replacement Hotline now. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101, Edward Brown. Last time for today, Edward Brown here, along with F.P. Santangelo Jr., Vern Glenn, and Russell Jackman. Our third trivia question, which quarterback was the youngest when he reached 3,000 completions? I'm going to guess, guess it is uh, Joe Namath. Okay, we hear Joe Namath. Russ, what did you guess? Dan Marino. Dan Marino. Oh, that would have been a good one. Too. Another good guess. Another good guess. I'm sorry, guys. I looked this up because I thought – I had an idea, but I looked it up. It's uh, Matthew Stafford. No. Oh, that's no. what Google says. <laughs> oh, okay. This <laughs> okay, so this quarterback – okay. Well, maybe not the youngest. It said he was the fastest, so maybe I'm wrong. No, no but that probably would – that'd be the same thing then. Uh, or maybe he was the, the – the, no, he's not the youngest, but he yeah, was probably, yeah. probably like in the shortest period of time. Yeah, yeah, that's Matthew's now, now, the thing is this – this. Uh, I, I mean, I did get this off the internet, but um, this may, they could be old, but uh, Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe. Wow. I never would have guessed him. Never. And didn't uh, you could have given me 10 guesses. I wouldn't have come up with Drew Bledsoe. And then didn't he get hurt? And that's what entered Tom Brady? Yeah. 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 Back for 2000. He got hurt. Brady came in. That was, it was the Wally Pip like story. Yep. (laughs) Exactly. With Lou Gehrig. Yep. All right. You guys ready for our thoughts of the day? Yep. Go. Sure. Uh, Now, don't don't answer. I'm going to ask a rhetorical question and then I'm going to answer it. Okay. What does IDK stand for? Well, I've asked a lot of people, but no one seems to know. Uh, <laughs> Funny. Okay. And yeah. you'll like this one. Frank Sinatra said, the best revenge is massive success. Mm-hmm. I like that one. The best revenge is massive well, success. Yes. Okay, I tell you what, we have a little bit of time here. We need to tell you this one joke. So the FBI was looking for an opening for an assassin. After all three background checks, he had three finalists, two women, excuse me, two men and a woman. For the final test, the FBI agent took one of the men to a large metal door and handed him a gun. We must uh, know whether you're willing to follow instructions uh, in order to uh, you know, be with us. Inside is your wife sitting in a chair. You're going to have to kill her. The man said, you can't be serious. I could never shoot my wife. Agent said, okay, well, you're not the right man. Take your wife and go home. Second man was given the same instructions. He took the gun, went into the room. All was quiet for five minutes, and the man came out in tears and said, "I tried, but I can't kill my wife. You, 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 just, you know, you're gonna have to, uh, to fire me too." Finally, the woman's turn. She was given the same instructions to kill her husband. She took the gun, went into the room. Shots were heard, one after another. Then they heard screaming, crashing, banging on the walls. After a few minutes, all was quiet. The door opened up slowly, and there stood the woman, wiping the sweat from her brow. This gun is loaded with blanks. He said, I had to kill him with a chair. All right, <laughs> tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We'll be back next week. <laughs>